You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, December the 2nd. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And we have a, uh, well, we have a full show today. Um, we're going to be talking cybersecurity and e-commerce trust with uh, Shane Keats, um, direct, uh, Senior Manager of Marketing and Business Intelligence at McAfee. And we may be having a visit from the site tuners later on this afternoon. Um, before we get to all that, Dave, how the hell you doing, bro? I am doing uh, just fantastic. You know what? It, it is the season. Um, starting to open those advent calendars already. Um, you know, it's uh, you know great for me. Um, and uh, our, our friends who uh, who celebrate Hanukkah are already in that in that season. So, I mean, just uh, you know, what's, what what more can one ask from a day? And and I have the pleasure of chatting with you. Uh, and, and to all of our wonderful listeners. So uh, what what could possibly be bad about a day like that? When I, when I, when I was a kid, I used to open all the uh, Advent calendar chocolates, all, all the dates at the same time, and eat all the chocolate. And I'm telling you, Christmas never came any faster. <laughs> I know, they, they need to work on that. But, uh... <laughs> I, 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 but, uh, you I was know, kind of unclear on the concept, I think. <laughs> it's not actually, yeah, the, 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 the launching point. But, you know, nothing wrong with chowing down on a little chocolate every now and then. But when I was a kid, I found I could speed up time by eating lots of chocolate. <laughs> it just didn't work in relation to <laughs> I think all of us found that out while we were kids. And our parents, unfortunately, found the same thing, uh, the same thing out. Um, so, yeah, I, for, for those who don't know... Um, I, I usually, like, uh, I was actually surprised to find out um, that it was already upon us, but uh, but Hanukkah this year actually started yesterday, so it started on the on the first. So, um, yeah, we have uh, we have many of uh, many of our our friends from the conferences, etc., all uh, all uh, in the throes of uh, of their major holiday. So, uh, yeah, and, and I mean, let, let's be honest, in some ways, superior. They get eight days. <laughs> we don't want. Happy Christmas season, and most importantly, happy online shopping. There we go. I mean, let's get to what the season is really about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for search marketers especially, like, and, and it, it almost felt like it kind of snuck up on us uh, this year. Um, let me ask you, Dave, did you work out a Cyber Monday schedule or a Cyber Monday um, plan with some of your clients? Um, a couple of them actually brought it up to us. 
um, which I which I thought was was fantastic. You know, being and I guess you're you're actually now in the states, and it's funny, and and you'd think after a few years I, I would have this down, but I'm under this crazy mentality because I'm Canadian. Um, I I know about Thanksgiving and, and American Thanksgiving. I know that you know Macy's Day parades and, and the launch of the season, um, but my brain still somehow doesn't make as strong a tie uh, between, hey, it's American Thanksgiving, and this is, you know, the, the first day of, of, you know, basically bargains for, for online shopping uh, follows the, the following Monday. So um, I did have a few clients chatting with me about it. Um, we did launch some special deals, as can be expected. Some industries um, are positively affected. Some aren't. And, and sometimes you have to tell clients, you know what, you're you're not a gift. <laughs> you're you know you're you know nobody is going to well I'm sure somebody will some husband somewhere who feels like getting divorced is going to buy weight loss supplements as a gift for his wife. But the ones <laughs> that don't want to get a divorce, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, you have to sort of go yeah no Cyber Monday that's not for you. You know why don't you have a New Year's special like right after the holiday. Like, Save, save it for then when people are like shopping for themselves uh, for then. But uh, but yeah, how, how about you? Did you uh, did you orchestrate any? What successes did you uh, did you have? Uh, I had two. I had two uh, Cyber Monday strategies, uh, both moderately successful, according to um, Norton Verification. Online sales were up fifty two percent over last year, um, although. In both cases, I only saw an increase of like 15 to 20 percent in online traffic for that specific day, and um, I was kind of disappointed. It is, I mean, it's a funny thing, eh, when you're trying to compare yourself to the rest of the world. Like, um, you know, they put out statistics, and you're, you know, lies, damn lies, and statistics, right? And you're, you're trying to view yourself in the context of all that is. Uh, and go, well, if the whole world has increased by 50%, well, then why aren't I getting a bigger piece? I will be interested to see individual companies. How are they doing? Like, is it that there's more spend because there's more out there? So more companies are getting spent on, but it's not that individual companies are actually making more. Amazon didn't go up by 50%. Amazon went up by, you know, whatever, 7%, you know, over last year, but um, over uh, aggregate data over the entire Internet. Uh, went up. It's it interesting once we start getting that data sort of broken down a little bit. I love my data, even though I think all of it's flawed, but uh, I still love the collection of it. So, uh, Dave, uh, you always know the right thing to say to make me feel better. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, I mean, it, is the, it is the way of it, though, right? Like, we all view data and we look at our statistics and it's like, oh, things are up or things are down, and then put things in the context of, like, the real world. I know I panicked. Um, last week, I was doing my Friday report for a client because I, you know, I do a weekly report for him on the, you know, the links we've done and this and that. Um, and was looking through his analytics and then just panicked. And it's like, right. I mean, fortunately, my brain registered. Right. Of course, your traffic tanked last it's Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you know, I can't trust your statistics really for the entire week now because when I look at your aggregate statistics, well, there's a little dip on Wednesday because people were kind of one foot out the door and. Um, you know, okay, your PPC campaign went a little weird there too, and uh, went up all of a sudden for your brand, but down for other things. You know, I mean, weird things happen. So statistics—they always lie. Uh, it's just how much is the question. <laughs> so, uh, but we live on them. But we live on them. Okay. We, we, we do. Okay. I mean, the thing is, is at least we have them. Like you look at the rest of the marketing world, and it's like I don't know how did that yellow pages ad go for you. I don't know. How many times did it get viewed? Did you, I mean, the phone may not have rang, but did you get the brand that somebody saw it and saw your address and went in it? Good luck with that. At least I can go, yeah, but they did come and they did buy something. I can see that. <laughs> it just, you know, it, it might have been a little wonky there, but when I look at a year of data, I can get a good idea of what happened. Uh, and at the end of the day, you know what? Did the phone ring and did I make money? You know, there, there, I mean, it all boils back down to, to that, right? Um, did I make money? So, um, anywho, so we've got uh, we, we do have a big show coming up. I know you have a few uh, news items that you wanted to uh, want to touch on. So um, let's let's head in there. Okay. Well, first of all, um, quick Facebook hack alert: if you receive an instant message through Facebook with "Hi, whoever you are," 
Um, hi, your name. Got a second? Now, this is an IM coming from somebody you think is one of your friends on Facebook. Um, so if you receive an instant message from one of your friends on Facebook with, Hi, you. Got a second? Check it out. Be really careful. It's probably a Trojan horse. The, for the forthcoming link? Well, to be honest, I don't know where it goes because I got two of these uh, it within the span of two minutes uh, a couple of days ago. And so I became really suspicious. Um, and then I saw a few more come up. So a number of uh, people in the search marketing industry, that's predominantly my friends on Facebook, mm -hmm. friends, you all got hacked. You got um, somebody is sending out a check out this quiz link using your um, instant message privileges on Facebook. And, well, clearly that's obviously dangerous. Don't click the link. So uh, did you see the story in the New York Times on Monday? Uh about the owner of DecorMyEyes.com, Vitaly Borker, who figured out that if he was to get, if he was getting bad reviews, if he was able to get pissed off customers to write bad reviews in review sites about him and link back to his website, he'd get really good placement on on Google. Did, did you see that story? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> oh, it's you know, it's been the talk of the industry for the last for the last few days. Uh, obvious exploit of Google's algorithm that no, uh, well, no white hat marketer ever thought of. The links from the review sites, we, 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 we know that incoming links from authority sites will get you stronger rankings. So this fellow, also known as uh, Tony Rosso, Tony Russo, real name, Vitaly Borker, he runs a website, uh, Decor My Eyes. He doesn't actually sell glasses or glasses frames. Um, he resells them on behalf of uh, other retailers and e-tailers. And he, um, well, he has, let's say, a lot of shady business practices. It's outlined in an eight-page article at the New York Times. And I'm dumping the link into the chat room here at Webmaster Radio. So he discovered that if he pisses people off, they write reviews, links go back to his website, he gets good placement on Google, makes more sales, because there's a lot more people he hasn't pissed off who need glasses friends out there, and his cost of, his, of client acquisition is going way down as he pisses more people off. Mm -hmm. even you know, that doesn't surprise me, um, and, and I consider myself a, a white hat, but all of us are, are also opportunistic, right? I mean, we, we, we all see opportunities out there. and You may not follow them, but you certainly recognize them. And, and, and I'd be remiss to say I hadn't looked at, at Google bringing in reviews into the functions and number, you know, the, where the number of reviews are showing when your places are, are appearing and, and seeing the influence that number of reviews was having on this and realizing there are sites that have a lot of reviews that's obviously helping them out. And they've got like three or four hundred of them, but their overall star rating is like two. So by natural extension of that, it, it, it must be influential to just have attention, not necessarily to have positive attention. Like Robert Downey Jr. being able to command millions more than he could before he went to rehab the first eight times. Right? I don't know why <laughs> mad about him. This guy, Robert Downey Jr. is my hero. Anyway, I, I digress. Um, <laughs> so, in a Hunter S. Thompson kind of way, I'm guessing. Absolutely, freeload expectations. That's what I always say. Um, so, New York Times writes this article. People start freaking out. Etailers start freaking out. Google obviously starts freaking out. And you know, Dave, you're right. Of course, Google takes reviews into consideration. We just thought they'd be a lot more sophisticated about it, like looking at what people actually say before using themselves as a quote-unquote recommendation engine. So right. what does Google do? Roy, Chapter 42, asked, did you see Google's response? Yeah. Um, Google, through um, Amit uh, Singhal, said, we're horrible to read about uh, one of the, 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 the victims, uh, dreadful experience, even though our initial analyst pointed that this being an edge case and not a widespread problem in our search results, we immediately convened a team to look at the issue. That team developed an initial algorithm solution, implemented it, and the solution is already live. I'm here to tell you that being bad is, and hopefully always will be, bad for business in Google search results. Okay, that's from Amit uh, Singhal, uh, uh, one of the fellows at Google. Literally, he's a Google fellow. Um, so Google's come up with an algorithmic solution to an algorithmic problem. Makes sense. 
I went and tested this against Decor My Eyes and found in some cases they're no longer appearing in search results. In some cases, they are. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. More, more interestingly, it'll be uh, fun to see if anyone else tries to copy the, uh, well, the be bad strategy. You know, you can bet that not only will people try, but about five minutes after finishing reading the article, <laughs> the, the, the attempts were being made. You know, to be, to be um, honest, I was wondering if this was one of, like, um, Antliff's exploits. Remember the fellow who made up the, uh, who made up news stories to get links back to his clients' websites? You know what, that's exactly who I was thinking of. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Okay, we gotta we gotta move really quickly. We have uh, McAfee coming on pretty pretty soon. They're expecting a phone call any minute now. I understand. Um, Barry Diller stepping down as CEO of IAC. Um, under Mr. Diller's watch, we saw ask dot ask dot com uh, well die, um, but we've seen enormous growth in other um, IAC properties: Match dot com, Expedia, City Search, you know, etc. Um, Barry Diller has been one of the most colorful and controversial figures involved in search. Um, as chair and now former CEO of Interactive Corporation, Diller headed one of the largest conglomerate businesses online. Um, it's going to be interesting to see him bow out. Apparently, Greg Blatt, former CEO of Match.com, has been uh, promoted to be CEO of IAC. So again, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, IAC really is a powerhouse corporation. It's just, uh, mm -hmm. you know, unfortunate to see that they really didn't, uh, you know, they, they, they allowed the most innovative engine in the world, Ask, to, to wither and die. And again, they, the thing that always bugged me about IAC was this massive, um, obvious vertical opportunity. They own so many shopping and uh, travel properties. Yeah. But you never saw them work together. It used to no. drive me crazy. Yeah, I mean, that, and you got to look at, at um, companies like Google that do manage to pull it all together, right? Owning multiple properties and then just squishing them all together in a in a in a way that really really unifies them and, and works out, but doesn't bombard you and, and oversaturate you with different things. And um, yeah, missed opportunity. Um, but uh, there we are. Well, I guess in some ways he will be missed, but uh, in some ways, you know, life will go on and people, many, will probably not notice. Well, probably not, but I'll tell you, interesting things will be happening from IAC. Um, yeah, indeed. group means doing new stuff. There was a couple more things I wanted to touch on, but apparently we have Shane Keats, um, Senior Manager of Marketing and Business Intelligence at McAfee, waiting on the phone. So, um, Dave, this is probably a good time to take a break, quarter after the hour. Um, and then we'll come back with Shane Keats from McAfee. Um, friends, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. State of Search, your home for the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And we're joined by Shane Keats, the Senior Manager of Marketing and Business Intelligence at McAfee. Shane, welcome to Webcology. Hey guys, thanks for uh, having me. Appreciate it. So before we dive in, uh, our audience is primarily made up of webmasters, um, people running e-commerce sites, SEOs, etc. Um what services does McAfee have to? I mean, most people think of McAfee as an antivirus, antivirus software company. Um, what services does McAfee have for the webmaster community? Well, yeah, it's a great question because you don't sort of think of McAfee naturally as as involved in in uh, uh, e-commerce enablement or, or e-commerce optimization. But um, in in a, a sort of strange way, security plays a really really key role in uh, businesses' ability to convert customers. I think there's so much concern out there on the consumer side about uh, security issues, identity theft, credit card fraud, uh, malware, viruses, Trojan horses, I heard you guys talking about earlier, um, that you got a lot of skittish consumers out there. McAfee's got a, uh, a product called McAfee Secure. It's a, uh, essentially a, uh, a daily test that... Uh, um, uh, e-commerce operations can um, can put their website up against, and if they pass this test, it, it basically uh, 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 tests your site for hacker vulnerabilities. If you pass this daily test, you put a trust mark on your website saying, "Hey, we're hacker free. We're hacker safe. Um, we're McAfee secure." And that is a really, really great signal, a trust signal for those skittish consumers to say, hey, it's okay to get my credit card here. Well, um, the trust mark that, uh, or the trust uh, badge that, that McAfee gives out, how does um, one earn it? Does it first scan um, of your domains? And you you have to have it running for a week or two before you can earn the trust mark? So, uh, you're breaking up a little bit on on your end, but um, I think you're asking um, how does this how does the scan work, um, and how long does it take to kind of kick in? And the answer to that is it's pretty simple. You put put a, a little piece of code on your on your site, um, which allows us to basically play the black hat. We play the bad guy and try to hit your site from every angle that we can think of and that we know the bad guys use. Um, and we do this uh, in the background on a daily basis. You don't have to wait a week. You don't have to wait a month. You can be up and running, frankly, in a couple of hours. Um, very, very easy on your IT team. And if you don't have an IT team, very easy on you, frankly. Um, and it doesn't. there's no real performance drag on your website either. Um, it's just us basically poking around, seeing if we find any uh, unlocked doors or unlocked windows. It's uh, it's it's pretty uh, a painless on your part. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. I actually um, have, and, and and I've I've had the the seal since since it was it was hacker safe, like going back, you know, pre uh, pre McAfee, pre McAfee, yeah. which I thought was fantastic. So. Um, and, and, and I'll just vouch for the fact that it finds stuff. <laughs> um, I, I get alerts periodically, usually server-related. You know, I mean, our, our site's fairly simple. Um, usually server-related helps us find these things. Um, 
fantastic um, for, from that standpoint in actually providing that security. What I'd like to... Uh, so I'll just give that vote there, and if I can, um, I'd like to chat a little bit about um, what I think is, is most important to um, our webmasters and, and, and especially those involved with e-commerce right now. Security is fantastic, but if you're not using the CEO, you don't know that you're you're not failing. <laughs> so I think, um, yeah. But with this on there, what's really interesting to me and, and why I was so excited to have you guys on the show is we are heading straight into the holidays now. I mean, we're, we're it's kind of like the, the 23rd hour here. There's still some time to make some money off of holiday spending, um, but you, you've got to act really, really fast. Of course, your PPC, that can help you out. Organic SEO, sorry, that, that time has passed. Ask me, yeah, you can do some little tweaks and this and that, but you know, your, your time for, for getting the big benefits out of organic is, is gone. There's a few other traffic sources you can go to. But to me, the biggest bang for your buck, the biggest thing you can do right now is instantaneous. Shore up your site. Make sure you're, you're getting the conversions that you should. And that's why I was so happy to have you guys on. I know I don't even have an e-commerce site. I mean, ours is an SEO site. We do most of our interactions over the phone and, and this sort of thing. Um, but our the number of people that fill out our contact form and, and sign up for our newsletter went up as soon as we put this seal on there, even though it has almost no bearing on us um, because we're not asking for your credit card number. We're asking for your name and your email address and maybe your phone number, right? I mean, so and then we've used this with clients with with e-commerce sites, much bigger impacts. So that's I, I would love to chat about how people can maximize. Um, trust seals like yours, or, or yeah, I mean, you know, one could argue, you know, even putting testimonials, you know, in front and center is, is helpful. But I had one client put it in their footer, for example, and, and maybe you can talk a little bit about if you're going to have these sorts of things, how is it going to impact your conversion rates, and how do you maximize its impact on your conversion rates? God, there's so much great stuff to respond to in there. I mean, I, I kind of don't know where to begin, but but maybe maybe one good spot is is to talk about about my personal experience with it because I came to this product as a skeptic. Um, I I was on the uh, the more traditional uh, antivirus side of the house at McAfee um, when I came to this product, um, and I was like a little icon sitting on your website. This is going to affect conversion rates. I mean, come on. Um, and then I started talking to the webmasters and um, the founders and the presidents and the e-commerce managers of McAfee Secure customers. And 201, these guys said, I put this uh, uh, icon up, I improved my, my website security, put this icon up, and I started to see conversions go up. And I talked to too many guys in too many different industries to think that, that they were snowing me. And in fact, we've done literally hundreds of A-B studies with these guys where we'll throw half of the traffic at the site as it normally exists and then half uh, at the same site but with the trust mark. Conversion rates on average go up 11%. That's huge, huge. And this is a, 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 an impact you can have in the span of a couple hours. I mean, you're talking about it's too late to do the kind of bread and butter stuff that, that you needed to do for the first 11 months of the year. Um, here is a, uh, something you can do today that uh, uh, can still uh, show up on uh, your top and bottom lines for this, for this holiday season. Really, really extraordinary. Now, we don't want to leave listeners with the impression this is just window dressing. Um, in June 2008, uh, you wrote a... Uh, uh, a paper called Mapping the Malware. Now, I think, you know, shoppers might know what malware is, but they're wise enough to be concerned about identity theft and to be a little bit worried about, um, e about you know, giving their information out on what appears to be an unsecured website. Um, how much malware does uh, McAfee find in its, um, in, its, in its daily travails through the web? The growth is is literally exponential at this point. Um, we found more malware in the first half of 2009 than in all of 2007 and 2008 combined. Or, uh, excuse me, I'm shifting a year, but uh, you know what I'm saying. It, it, it's really uh, something. And why? I mean, it's because there's dollars to be made. The bad guys have figured out the math here, and 
they're making money hand over fist. Here, you guys were just talking about Facebook security. I got two tips for your folks, for your listeners that are unrelated to e-commerce. There's two scams running around on Facebook right now. One is uh, an, uh, a fake app which says, um, if you download this app, you can get to see who is looking at your profile. Facebook does yeah. not allow you to do this. And if you allow this app onto your machine, it's basically a Trojan horse, uh, and it gives uh, the, the hacker control of your machine. Um, the bad guys are out there in huge, huge force, and, and consumers are increasingly aware of that, which is why um, you're seeing it, it, it be so hard to, to convert the guy to the sale once you get him to your website. You spend all that money to get him to the site, and then he or she just doesn't want to give you that credit card. Or you talk about lead gen um, and, uh, and just filling out forms for a newsletter. Even that kind of stuff, folks are really, really uh, reticent about filling out that form, putting in their email address or their first and last name. Trust What's is a good? really, really significant issue, and with good reason. Now, do you have any hard numbers to uh, show? Say I'm running an e-commerce site. I have shopping cart aban abandonment issues. Um, what kind of impact does uh, security or the visibility of a trust certificate have on something like shopping cart abandonment issues? Well, what, let's, let's look at a, a case where you do maybe 300 sales a day, average uh, sales price, your ASP is seventy-five bucks. Um, so you're you're pulling in twenty-two, twenty-three thousand dollars. Add in the trust mark, and if this eleven percent conversion rate holds, improvement in conversion rate, that's an extra twenty-four, twenty-five hundred dollars uh, top line gross in in your pocket. Um, one of the keys, and you talk about shopping cart abandonment, Tim Ash talks about this. Um, he and I did a webinar together uh, uh, earlier this year. One of the keys for trust marks and trust signals uh, is to show them throughout the process of uh, the shopping funnel. It's got to be on the front page. It's got to be on the product pages. And, of course, it's got to be on the shopping cart page. The, the key is not to, to show it in one place and then assume that the, the user remembers it, the, the visitor remembers it. You know, it's kind of the same thing if you've got a free shipping offer um, and you put it on the front page, the, the, the customer loves this idea, but halfway through the process he stops seeing that message and he wonders, did I get off the free shipping track? No, you've got to keep reminding him that this is a trustworthy website and, and those kinds of shopping cart abandonment issues, at least those that are related to trust, can really go down. We've got a great number. If I, I'm going to uh, uh, rattle on here. We did a study with a, a, a group called Harris Interactive um, where we surveyed uh, six or 700 uh, U.S. consumers about their attitudes about trust online. 45% of respondents, and it's almost one out of two people, said that they had abandoned shopping carts due to security fears. Huge, huge. You, you are losing people for something that is eminently fixable. It's really not that hard to fix. Well, and I mean, the majority of, of my e-com clients, are, I, I, I lose them on the, on the shopping cart. And it's, 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 it's a maddeningly frustrating thing. Um, obviously easy enough to fix up, and we might be talking after the show, but before we can get to that, um, Shane, I'm hoping you can stick around for a few minutes. We have to take a break here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's uh, half past the hour. It's the Thursday, December the 2nd. Friends, you're listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2011 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 28, 2011. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. 
Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 2011 IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Pouring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the WebmasterRadio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, hello, friends. This is uh, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, rejoined again with uh, Shane Keats from McAfee. Shane, before we went to break, we were chatting uh, just a whole bunch there about um, trust marks and, and sort of going a, a little into how to use them. Um, Maybe let's circle back for our guests here for just a minute, um, and maybe you can tell us what exactly is a trust mark and, and, and what's it there for? So it's a great question, and we, we should cover some of the basics here. Uh, a trust mark at, at its essence is, is a, a visual cue to uh, a, a shopper, to a, a customer, that this website is safe to use. Um, in the In the... The brick and mortar world, we see them when you know you open up the, the door to your um, your local uh, store, and you see Better Business Bureau, Chamber of Commerce, uh, Good Housekeeping Seal of Approval. It just basically translates that to the online world. And you know, one of the reasons that that's important is we walk into a physical store. You got all five senses plus your sixth sense to tell you. Is this place on the up and up? Does it have a lot of customers in it? Does the merchandise look uh, fresh and well cared for? Um, is the street look uh, uh, dicey or is this well traveled? Is it a clean, well lighted place? Um, on the web, as we all know, it's it's easier to uh, uh, to make anything look like Macy's. Um, you know, a pixel is a pixel is a pixel. So a trust mark helps to kind of overcome that hurdle uh, uh, of trust. Um, is, this, is this the real store? Is this the real McCoy? That kind of thing. Now, you brought up a few there when you, when you were talking about it. I mean, the trust mark can be something like um, McAfee Secure Logo. It can be something like Chamber of Commerce. Anything that affiliates you with something that people already deem as legitimate is, is what it seems to be. What, if I'm a merchant and I'm looking to build that trust. And I mean, I think you're right. When I visit a website, it, it's, it's not like the, the justice system is supposed to be, right? I'm not going to assume you're innocent. In fact, I'm going to visit your website. I'm going to assume you're going to try and rip me off until you can show me you're not, right? I mean, that's how the website right. works. Right. If, if you don't know the website, absolutely. If this is a, if this is a, new, a new visit for you, absolutely. Um, so what, what should I, I mean, there's a whole bunch of ways um, that we can, you know, try. I mean, you brought up a few chamber and, and this sort of thing, Better Business Bureau Online, that we can try and build up trust. What should a merchant be looking for? I mean, if you bought all of them and, and invested in all of them, I mean, you know, that's, that's a lot. I mean, everybody's got to be selective, figure out what's, what's going to work. What should merchants be considering when they're looking at um, the ROI that they can get from these trust marks? So I, you know, there's a couple of things that that you have to consider because you know you're going to spend some money on these things. Um, the first is, will my shoppers, will my customers know the trust mark? Better Business Bureau folks know that for years. Uh, good housekeeping; um, these things have been around forever. McAfee been around forever. People know the brand. Um, that's that's item number one. What does were you about to say something? Sorry. No, no, go ahead. 
Um, number two, what does the trust mark actually do? There's um, trust marks out there, for example, that will test to see whether you've got a privacy policy. Well, it's certainly important enough. I mean, uh, e-commerce operations, uh, 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 nonprofits, what have you, everybody should have a privacy policy, and it should be a good privacy policy. But is that enough to tell the consumer, to tell the shopper, hey, this site is a, a safe place for me to actually hand over my credit card? I know about that. Three, does the, the testing regime, uh, it's a fancy way of saying, uh, uh, does, the, does the, the product itself test us often, or is it kind of set it and forget it? And this is, uh, uh, McAfee Secure is a daily test. The only way you get to have that trust mark up there is if you pass our test every single day. Now, what does that do? It does a couple of things. It says to the shopper, hey, these guys... Um, are the real deal. They're, they're subjecting themselves to a really, really tough, high standard. Okay, I feel comfortable giving my information over there because I know it hasn't been a week since their last test or a month since their last test. Um, and frankly, for you as, as the webmaster, you get to sleep well at night. You know your site is better protected because we've been sitting there poking holes at it and helping you understand, hey, you've got a little weakness over here at, at, at you know, this port uh, or this uh, uh, application on the server. Um, and you get to talk to your consumers, your shoppers, and say, we've done everything we can to put your security first. Um, now let's talk shopping. Well, you bring up a good point in, in this trust, and something I, I'm going to mention just to our, our listeners, because I have some experience with this and because I have, um, you know, I, I get the emails going, here's some problems that you're having, and in fact, at one point, now we switched hosting providers, some server issues that they wouldn't resolve on our behalf um, actually caused us to, to, to go to such a point that to have such errors um, that they went into the high category, and I mean, it was it was a weakness on the server, and and, and the host wouldn't help us out with that. So, um, just to to sort of go into the functional sides of things, because nobody wants to make a lot more work for themselves. I mean, who does, right? I mean, they, you know, we're all busy enough as it is. Um, in the installation of this thing, just to, to touch on it, it's if, and I'm sure everybody listening probably has, if you've installed Google Analytics. It's a little bit easier than that. Um, so, especially if you have includes, this is just a snippet of code. It's quite simple. Um, something that I appreciated was when our site hit that point where it was no longer a secured site, um, we didn't get this big, this site isn't secured. I mean, we, we didn't get hit with a, you know, don't trust this site. Um, the, the badge simply disappears. Um, so I only mention that because I personally, I, I honestly hadn't thought of it before because our site was just secure as far as, as I was concerned. Dropped it on there. Hey, fantastic. Um, and, and in fact, a confirmation that, that our host was as secure as we thought they were. Um, later, they weren't. Had I thought of it, I would have gone, ooh, okay, what's what's going to happen You know, here? And, you know, is all of a sudden I'm going to look bad. I don't want to pay a little money and end up looking worse. You don't. We are not in the business of making I, people's I, lives I, mean, I know he's just waiting with a question. I do have one, but I, I don't mind waiting on this. Um, I just wanted to get that point in just to explain some of the functional part to our listeners. But, Jim, I, I know you're chomping at the bit to ask a question here. Well, um, I think the webmasters out there should know what they're up against. Uh, we hear about malware. Um, we hear about consumer fears around malware. Um, Shane, what is this malware capable of doing, and what, uh, what responsibilities do webmasters have to their potential clients? So the, the malware um, can get really, really quite nasty, and, and one of my favorite uh, uh, exploits is uh, a little, a little uh, piece of uh, a code that if they get onto uh, your server, they can put a one-pixel-by-one-pixel iframe up on your website. Um, to your knowledge, your website looks the same, functions the same. They, the, they haven't uh, compromised any of your uh, uh, core functionality, so you don't notice any performance drag. But what does this one-by-one-pixel uh, uh, iframe do? When, yeah, yeah, what's it there for? When an unprotected browser or a poorly protected browser, let's uh, uh, IE6, let's say, or an IE7 <laughs> that's not properly patched, when it hits that, that iframe, 
that iframe can tell the browser to load a piece of code, again, in the background, so that the consumer doesn't even know. And that piece of code now has lodged itself onto um, uh, your shopper's uh, machine. And uh, I use the Trojan horse metaphor. Uh, it now has, has installed itself in the root of the machine, and it can be deliver any kind of payload it wants a keystroke logger, a password sniffer. Uh, it can uh, get real, real far down into the guts of the machine and turn it into what we call a zombie or a bot, which is then a machine that, that uh, a bot master will use to send out spam. Um, you talk about what responsibility folks have, and, and it's a great question. And I would answer this in two ways. There's a, uh, an ethical responsibility you want to have your infrastructure be safe, and you don't want to be uh, uh, infecting your shoppers. And there's a business responsibility, which is that we're all trying to to promote e-commerce on the web, uh, and the bad guys are doing everything they can to compromise it. Um, so we have a community responsibility. You know, this is kind of like uh, what they call herd immunity, right? Um, uh, if we can all protect each other, then it's a safer, leveler playing field for all of us to make uh, good business. Well, um, you mentioned that uh, one of the things that the malware manufacturers and makers are doing are, uh, you know, working to move uh, or to take over uh, computers as part of a zombie network. I read a study last year that said about 80% of private and business computers in the United States were already part of a zombie network. How would you know if um, your computer is or is not infected? It's actually one of the one of the tougher uh, um, problems in uh, computer security science. Uh, you've got to have an up to date security suite, uh, frankly, that that um, can look down at uh, real low in, in the stack of the computer to to see if if you've been rooted, uh, as they say. Um, it's tough as a as an end consumer, as just a guy using your computer or a gal using your computer. It's very hard to know. Um, sometimes we like to say, is your computer uh, operating a lot slower than usual? But, you know, I mean, we've all experienced uh, periods when our computer just seems to fritz out and, and, and moves really sluggishly. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily a, a zombie. Um, uh, so, tough question. I'm not sure if, if I've got a, an easy answer for you. Just make sure you've got an up-to-date computer security suite from a reputable company, uh, McAfee, of course, being one of those. Now, so I, I'm going to jump in. I want to make sure because, of course, this happens every time we're, we're doing a show. And I thought, hey, we can we can cover everything that I want to cover in, in you know the the time that you, you've joined us today. And here I find the hour fast closing in on us. And, and there's a question that I don't think we've covered that is of paramount importance um, when it comes to conversions. Um, and I want to make sure we get it in because I've seen clients do this wrong. Um, is placement of, of trust. I mean, uh, you, you've gone to this expense and, and effort of getting trust logos. I've seen clients feel that it's good enough to just put it down in the footer with those footer links. Um, I know you guys have done some statistics on placement uh, and where they get placed. I know when we put them top left nav, much better effect um, than in other positions on the page. What are your, what are your feelings on placement um, and, and how does it impact the effectiveness of trust, uh, trust marks? If Oprah Winfrey says this is the book she wants everybody to read and you're that publisher, do you put that on the bottom of the page or the top of the page? You put it right. on the top of the page. If you, I mean, to your point exactly, if you've spent the money to uh, develop a set of testimonials or to uh, uh, buy into a, a Trustmark regime, a, tr a Trustmark testing uh, system like McAfee Secure, brag about it. If you're going to go through all that trouble to make your customer security paramount, you should be bragging about it. Why, why not? And putting it in your footer isn't bragging about it. Um, it's not, and it's not self-serving. We're, we're doing a, in the midst of doing a study actually that it's looking at at those conversion rates and how they differ: upper right, upper left, lower left, lower right, footer header, and so on. Um, so invite me back on the show when when we're finished with that, and, and I'll share that that information with, with your listeners. Um, our instinct, though, and, and everything that we know about how people interact with web pages says um, your 
testimonials, your trust marks need to be um, a front and center, and that they should be throughout the process. Don't, don't let your customers uh, for a minute question whether uh, they've strayed too far from the secure part of the site. Well, you, you bring up the, or you mentioned the the cost associated with with doing these things and the importance of putting it front and center when when you spent on it. Let's let's talk about that for just a minute. Uh, then, shall we? Since we're we're closing in here, I want to make sure we get that in. What sort of cost are we looking at? Um, so it, it varies by by traffic um, uh, and page views. And and rather than me quoting costs, I, I want to say that that we can come up with a solution that works for the size of your business. Um, we, we've got uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 80,000 websites using McAfee Secure. We would love at the end of this call to have 80,010 uh, to talk about conversion rates or 80,100 or 81,000. And, and trust me when I tell you we can come up with a, a package that, that works for, for the kind of business you're in and the size of your business. Well, specifically to speak with um – you know, to speak about trust marks and, and getting a trust mark on their website, how do webmasters engage with McAfee? Uh, they can actually reach out to us at McAfeeSecure.com, and um, we're happy to talk to folks however they want. Uh, we've got live chat, email, telephone. Um, we're happy to walk folks through uh, their, the questions they've got about how this works. Uh, uh, so we'll talk to you the way you want to be spoken to. Um, we're, we're here to make your life easier, not harder or more complicated. Well, Shane, thank you so much for spending time with us on WebCology. I'm afraid we're, we're out of time now. Um, friends, that was Shane Keith, uh, McAfee's Senior Manager of Marketing and Business Intelligence. Um, again, we've been talking about trust marks here on Webtology and Webmaster Radio. And Dave, I'm afraid we've run out of time for another week. Happens every time. Yeah, we have just enough time to remind people. If you're one of those, you know, late bloomers, wallflowers, haven't gotten around to it yet, AFCON 2010 Miami happening next week at the Fairmont, Miami, um, Miami Beach, Florida, where it's getting cold in the northern world. It's still hot and sunny in the southern world, and there's still time to register. Go to AFCON2010.com. Check out the speakers lineup. I think it's the last major conference of the year, and unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go, but I, but Ross Dunn and John Carcutt, hosts of SEO 101, they're going to be live from AFCON 2010. Uh, Dave, I guess you're not making photo this year either, eh? I won't be. I, I, I would probably be able to pull it off if it was in uh, in LA again. That's a hint for next year. Uh, but uh, but no, uh, our, our, the attendees are going to just have to enjoy, uh, you know, Miami instead. Okay, there's, there's the old iron hook. We're getting pulled off the air. Friends, you can listen to us here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's Thursday, December the second. Stay tuned. There's more great programming coming up on WebmasterRadio.fm.